Content warning, y'all. We have lots of fun making this podcast, but remember, we watch a lot of R-rated films, use language that reflects that, and joke about heavy topics to create levity around these themes. If that doesn't feel safe or could be triggering, please take care of yourself. We want you to have fun listening, too. This also means we might not be suitable for children. Oh, yeah, and we spoil the end of all the movies we pot about. Thanks for listening. Hi. Hi. Here we are. <laughs> Look at us. Um, Guys, we watched a movie. We watched a movie. Um, In this case, we're talking about 1987's Dragnet. <laughs> um, I, w- I had fun watching this. I thought it was... Are you going to save that for the end? <laughs> no. No, I'm saying. I, w- I just want to... I, I, it was, it was not, I was not bored. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and yet I could not stay awake. <laughs> oh yeah. And we had to sense. stop the movie halfway through so that I could make myself coffee oh, because right. I, I was, I was literally like, <clears throat> like my head was like drooping. I was like, my eyes were <laughs> closed. Right. I was like literally falling asleep watching this. <clears throat> It I wasn't. Think I, I think I made some coffee too. Didn't you I? did, you did, and it was, and but it didn't help. Like we watched this at like <laughs> six p.m. and it ended at like seven thirty, and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and we maybe stayed awake until nine thirty. Oh, was that the, was that the day? Oh, <laughs> that was the day. Yeah, I mean, we'd had like a crazy day. <laughs> that we was got the, a flat tire yeah. It was after the weekend of dealing with the flat. No, it was. It was the day that we had the flat tire. We were like, "Oh, let's go." Oh, home. it was not even the day we picked it up. Nope. Yeah, you're right. It was literally because we spent all day waiting because they was said we, it was going to be a week ago. Yeah, I know. Over a week ago. Jesus. I know, right? It, this is why. You yeah. Know. I'm sorry. Anyway. It's my but fault. I just. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was just it was it was not that I yeah. didn't enjoy the film, though. No, it was because like, you kept hard. being like, we can put something else on if you're all not. Right. And I was like, this is. I, if you if we put anything else on, I will just go for to sure sleep. fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was enjoying myself. I yeah, just yeah, could yeah. Not. <laughs> um, but yeah, Dragnet, nineteen eighty seven, which does it seemed. I don't want to say it seemed later than eighty seven because it's not like I could put a timestamp on it, but it didn't seem right. as dated as. No, so a lot of other things from the period. Right. Yeah. The yeah. flavor of propaganda, propaganda that it is, is very. Yeah. Timeless. Right. Yeah. I guess that helps because it's rooted in a television series from the 60s. True. It's the original propaganda. True. Um, yeah. <gasps> okay. Okay. I like set my notes on the floor and then I was like, where did I put them? I want, I'm, uh, uh, ooh, uh, uh. I want to do some credits. Okay. I mean, if you're unaware of this film, I, I guess that's understandable. Mm-hmm. Did you know about it before I mm-hmm. yeah. referred to it? Yeah, it's not something that like was fresh in my mind, but I I'd seen pieces of it. I think I it was like it would yeah. like come on TV when I was a kid. 
um, yeah. the, the TV version. Yeah. This is one of mine because I remembered loving it. I can, in, in I can see why. Junior high, I think is. I, oh, it makes sense. I'm sure I watched it multiple times. I feel like it's probably something. There's a period in my late junior high age when I was having sleepover parties. Ooh! And this would have been the kind of movie that I would have wanted, begged my mom to rent. Yeah. Uh, so we've got Dan. I have to edit that because I just hit the microphone. Dan Aykroyd as Friday, mm-hmm. nephew of the great Joe Friday from the television series. So it's in the same universe, right? Tom Hanks as Pep Strebeck. Oh my God! Uh, Harry Morgan, who was on the original television show, re- reprising his role as Gannon. He's now uh, their CEO. Uh, Alexandra Paul as the Virgin Connie Swale. Oh Jack O'Halloran as uh, Emil Muzz. Oh my God. <laughs> who, I said this during the movie, like, in my mind, it was the same guy who played Jaws from the, right. from yeah. the Bond movies, whose name is something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elizabeth Ashley Dabney Coleman plays fucking uh, Jerry Caesar who's clearly modeled after Hugh Hefner <laughs> I wrote down um, Dabney Coleman whether he's the villain he's going to be a bad guy because he always is like I've <laughs> never seen a movie where Dabney Coleman did not turn out to be if not the main villain just an asshole just the the, the <laughs> next in line asshole Got his part in Clifford. So good. So good. He's so good at it, too, but, like, not in the sense of, like, oh, he's so good at making you hate him. He's just, like, so <laughs> perfectly, I don't know, there's just something about Dabney Coleman playing the asshole that, that works. You're like, ah, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, didn't he? Oh, I forgot he had that and weird list. comedic way. Yes, I was going to bring that up. His, what the fuck? He's got a list, and he's doing, like, a... Southern accent? I think he said he modeled it on a Louisiana accent. Yeah, it's about time. Called you cops three hours ago. Uh, I want to mention Kathleen Freeman, who's the landlady, Muzz's uh-huh. landlady, who, <laughs> when they go and question her, oh, yeah. she's just, it's a string of amazing insults. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like the that. only foul language in the movie. Useless scum lapping shitbag. Just the facts, ma'am. He leave anything else behind? Yeah, tape deck, which I had to sell to make up for the lost rent. So there's nothing you can do about it, you slimy little jizz bucket. And Christopher Plummer's in there. I don't even remember him. Yeah. Oh, he's the, he's the priest. Yeah. That's he's right. the villain. <clears throat> okay. Directed by Tom Mankiewicz, who I didn't check this. I think there's like a L.A. Hollywood Mankiewicz dynasty. Oh. I think. I think. Written by Dan Aykroyd, Alan Zwiebel, Tom Minkowitz, and Jack Webb, who is credited because he was the original Joe Friday. Oh. Dragnet. <laughs> uh, it, it's got a wild ass plot. There's a, so there's an, the Art of Noise track. Oh, yeah. From this, but then there's also the rap. 
Oh, God. At the end. Oh, God. City of Crime or whatever. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Which is basically like the Michael Scarn. Oh, God. No. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. Let's see. Lissy. I'm going to go to the soundtrack. Oh, there's also Just the Facts, performed by Patti LaBelle. Oh, wow. Which I don't I recall. read this. It said Just the Facts, ma'am, was never actually said in the TV series. Yeah. And I was like, what? But I'm like, are they saying, like, oh, cause it's Just like, the Facts, ma'am, were never said? Right. Or it, ju- because I swear I heard Just the Facts. I was like, I don't know. I swear I've heard that. I feel like it's got to be one of those, like, played again, Sam. Yeah. Like, that's not actually what was right. said. Right. He just says, play it again. And then, yeah. Um, if you don't. Uh, there's also a oh. P- one Peter Ackroyd on this, mentioned on the soundtrack. I'm uh, sure that's a coincidence. So let's, let's, let's talk, Keith. Let's talk about why we. You want to rap? Let's talk about why we chose this film. Oh. <laughs> I thought I did. Well, you I said, said I, it was one of mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suggested it. I remembered yeah. it fondly. You know, I, I also at this point we've covered I don't know, at least half the movies we've done or could be considered either copag- outright propaganda oh or yeah. like legal system propaganda, right. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> But didn't you say I think you mentioned it on another pod that we did. Uh-huh. Uh from season one, um, <laughs> remember way back then. <laughs> that was a. You said you watched a YouTube series that like talked about. Oh this. yeah, yeah. What's well, that called? Uh, the channel's called Skip Intro. Okay. I mean, he changed the name. I don't know a couple of years ago, I think. But anyway, yeah. Last summer, he produced a whole series on cop shows that are specifically you know, with the lens of copaganda. Dragnet, the television series, was like the first one mm-hmm. that was produced. And this is the TV mm. show. I don't know about the radio serial because oh, I didn't that know was, it was a radio yeah, serial. Yeah, apparently, you know it. It you know it's got this opening that like these are true stories. The names of the oh right have been changed to protect the innocent. That kind of thing that comes from Dragnet, and it was produced hand in hand with the LAPD of wow. the time. Like, the idea was they would give stories, mm-hmm. actual crimes committed to the studio or the writers or whomever mm-hmm. in exchange for, you know, making sure they looked good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, they, do, <laughs> they do that little joke at the beginning of the movie. Or they're like, the names have been changed. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. And then they do something. For, yeah, they're like, for instance... Francis Dietrich has been in, has been changed to Tom Elisa, Jerry. Yeah, whatever. Ha ha. Ha. Uh, Which is it? I gotta say that feels like a Zucker Abrams kind of joke, <laughs> like the producers of a. Oh yeah. The Naked Gun movies. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I used to watch Dragnet as a kid, like the TV show. I'm sure I've seen it, but I never watched it with any kind of. Yeah. I I think it was like one of my first like 
I really enjoy. I hate that it, that this is the case, but I like procedurals. I really, yeah, I really, I, really enjoy really them. Appealing. Um, like loved Law and Order. Uh, gunk, gunk. Oh god! I and like the original Law and Order. Like, yeah. it was so watchable. Like, and it was on for so fucking long, uh-huh. and it was just, it was really interesting and i liked it um and dragnet i i felt like was it was from the 60s but it had like a similar feel to like it was just clearly the model for so yeah it was just you know them just like doing reese i don't know i'm just like oh this is so watchable um and uh yeah so i was like oh i forgot that i like when we were like playing i was like yeah i watched this as a kid but um also the movie I was surprised at like there's like tits in the movie, like they're in a, totally the scene that. where they're in the strip club, and there's just like a stripper like oh, yeah yeah yeah, and because <laughs> Dan Aykroyd is like like what where do, where do I go to get a good cup of coffee and Tom Hanks is like oh I know just the place and then they're at a strip <laughs> club and it's stupid but yeah um yeah it's like and there's a lot of like stuff in it like sex and things and yeah it's a little surprising and i was like what because it feels like it's very rated r like it's very rated r and i was like not expect i think there's a lot of efforts in it like a lot more than i thought there were i didn't think there were gonna there was gonna be any cursing and there's like fuck words in it and i was like what and for yeah, whatever it feels reason, like it's gonna yeah. be like a it feels like a pg-13 movie or something yeah you if know? that it, like if, i thought it was gonna yeah, yeah. it's kind of the, the tone of it is like the so wild because the sense of humor is such that like you're in on the joke that Ackroyd's friday is uh a caricature you know right 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 because he's so straight-laced and <laughs> yeah and you're immediately you know like there's no they're not trying to play him. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, it's not supposed to be believable, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As right. a by-the-books guy, he's supposed to be clearly a satire of. Right. So the tone is... It's weird. Yeah. It's got a weird tone. Yeah. I appreciated that it they It almost did... feels like a kid's movie it, because yes. of that. Because yes. you have a very stark... Yes. Obvious right. caricature. Yes. I think. Right. I think it, that's why. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. Something. Like... It just it just feels like plus, plus I feel like especially in the late eighties, uh-huh. early nineties, most of those remakes, they tried to make them family friendly because oh, yeah. they were stuff from the sixties and, and you know, seventies and things. And they were like nostalgic things that people either watched with their kids or could watch with their kids. And so I think they tried to make them less rated r they wanted to make yeah, them more right. you know for everyone and it, this definitely feels like it was not give. it was like almost presented as such but definitely not treated as such so it was it was in i was i was just surprised i was like oh my god there's so much yeah <laughs> there's there's titties <laughs> yeah like the strip club scene i was really like what <laughs> i think i was like what i was like very much like just floored by that i was like i I didn't i i was like that might have been the part where i was like maybe i haven't seen this movie before (laughs) because i thought i'd Uh seen some of it and i was like maybe not maybe never mind never mind (laughs) yeah yeah. i don't know what i'm talking about yeah 
Um, but I will say I, I enjoyed um, – I thought at first I wasn't going to, but I think it actually works well. Because, like, I thought it was going to be, like, you know, uh, just a remake of the original. Yeah. You know, just, like, two straight-laced cops, you know, doing voiceover. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, that's it. Um, so I kind of enjoyed that it starts with Friday's partner uh, retiring <laughs> yeah, yeah. suddenly. <laughs> um, Buys a goat farm in Ukiah, which to me I appreciated because I've been to Ukiah. Aww. I know where it is. Aww. Also, it's haiku spelled backwards. Oh. Northern wow. California. Wow. That's interesting. Um, <laughs> so then Tom Hanks comes on and he's just like, you know. The loosey goosey, you know. Yeah. And at first, I was like, "Oh man, this is gonna not be fun." But I think it actually works. But I, it only works because it's Tom Hanks. Yeah, it's it the wouldn't two of them, work. Yeah. It wouldn't work if it. was And like, I gotta say, this is my favorite kind of Tom Hanks comedy. You know, I put it like with the Burbs, where oh, he's God. doing like kind of physical comedy almost. I know. <laughs> That's my favorite. He's so <laughs> he was so good at like just. Having that dumb face, you know, just, I don't know. Tom Hanks is really good with like that. I mean, I know it. I know it was um like improvised or whatever, and you could almost tell watching it. But that scene, the fucking end in the burbs, yeah, where exactly. he's like losing his fucking shit, and he just grabs the ambulance bed and throws it in the back of the ambulance, <laughs> and then sh- and, like the literally ambulance. just like lunges in. <laughs> And then it's like he like misses, and it's just like, oh god, it's so funny! It's, it's so, so funny. funny! It's like the best part of the movie. And I was like, God, please let that be improvised. And it was. Yeah. And oh, so I was like, oh, so funny! I feel like funny. that's when he's at his best comedically is yeah. when he's like just, had enough. Yes. Oh god. Oh god. It's so funny. And he just it, has it, that. It doesn't. Like, it's not. It didn't hold up. But we watched the Money Pit. Remember? And like. Oof. The shit where he's just laughing. <laughs> I have to say, uh, what's her name? Shelly. Long. Yeah. I have Not trouble. A fan? I just, I just, a lot of her delivery, like a lot of her stuff, I'm just like, oh, I have like no patience for it. Yeah. I'm not into it. I don't know. There's just something, I don't know. I just feel like she's just, I, this is probably unfair because it doesn't – I don't know where. I'm. Mean, it's just my uh-huh. mental picture. I just feel like she's the person <laughs> – this is like so – such projection. <laughs> it's not even funny. I don't like her because of this idea I have of yep. her that's probably not based in anything real. I just imagine that she's the person that's like, I don't want to say this joke because it's, I'm too Christian for it. I know that, that yeah. that's how she comes well, across Well, that's basically everything. how her character on Cheers – Yeah. Yeah, was, and you know, I, like, I don't know. There's just something so up. Upti- I don't know. It's just yeah. like the uptight white woman. I'm just like, don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Not funny. Yeah. Like, I don't now know. Now she just reads as a Karen. Yeah, I mean, basically. But, like, it wasn't, I don't know. Just, like, it's hard for me to, to think she's funny because I just feel like yeah. everything she does just comes. It's, like, it's the trope of, like, the uptight white woman is like yeah. her shtick and yeah. i'm like i don't find it funny and i don't care and that's all she's doing so i'm not interested compare and- with baby new earth's lilith oh, 
Who's weight? I know. Like, she's, like, repressed white woman. I don't know. There's just something about. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, BB New Earth, though. <laughs> God. do She can do no wrong. And I, ugh, I fucking love her. She's so fucking hot. Like, yeah. it is upsetting how hot she is. <laughs> like, I remember, like, because, like, you know, I grew up watching, like, Cheers and, and or not really Cheers, but, like, you know, I'd see it every now and then. Uh-huh. And, like, Frasier, for sure. And I would be, like, I remember, like, seeing her as Lilith and being like, oh, she's this like scary, you know, Morticia looking person or whatever. (laughs) And then someone, I don't know, was like, I saw like an image of her, like not as Lilith. And I was like, what? (laughs) I'm like, oh my God. I was like, how do you know? And then I realized like, it's not, she doesn't actually look any different. Like Lilith is just as hot as like any other thing. It's just like, they do such a good job of making her seem so like, hateable yeah and that that like you don't really like when you're a kid you're just like oh you're right. supposed to hate her but like when i realized she was an attractive person <laughs> i was like dear god i had no gay feelings whatsoever so don't worry about that okay. um good <laughs> uh but yeah it was <laughs> it was very uh yeah she's just so fucking hot. also it's we've like been funny. watching Frasier. we have been watching Frasier. <laughs> but i but speaking also, of tom hanks and dan Aykroyd. yes no but also because she was in Malice. Malice, Malice, Malice. Malice, Malice. Malice. All C A. What was it? All A C A B B New Earth. <laughs> uh, I, I, it made me think of it because we were talking about uh, Copaganda and yeah, this, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, this this does like it's so weird. Like once you realize what Copaganda is, mm-hmm. like then you just see it everywhere. You're like, Ooh. yeah. Basically, anytime cops are portrayed. Basically, anytime. I think the one movie that we watched that was like, it was, um, oh God, what's that movie with Richard Gere? Yep. Whatever that. Oh, fuck. And Laura Linney, that one? No. No, no, no. Not, not Primal Fear. Internal Affairs. Yes, Internal Affairs. The one with um, Laurie Metcalf. Metcalf. Yes. Check <laughs> that one check please <laughs> I feel like that one is the only one like that one was the one that was like closest to not being propaganda yeah. because it was like hey imagine a world where there are no good cops and you're like wait a minute <laughs> that is how yeah, it yeah, is yeah. you know and like, well except that Andy Garcia and Laurie Metcalf kind of are sort of to be the I mean but they but then I mean thing. like she I think it truly in in the film lori metcalf is the only one that like you don't actively see her doing anything criminal correct other than that every single like because andy garcia well, like beats his fucking wife and that's not a crime <laughs> you know that and <laughs> i spit all over my wait tr- i'm trying to remember who plays a uh baldwin's girlfriend wife in that movie, um, I don't okay. remember. I don't know of her in anything else. Never mind. Never mind. My mom. <laughs> <laughs> Will you pause? Because I have to pee, pee, pee. World don't move. Um. You quoting one of my tracks? Yes, I am. It's stuck in my head. Nice. Thanks. <laughs> Check out Professor Ping on Bandcamp. 
Yeah. <laughs> and Spotify. And in all of my YouTube videos. Oh. I sample propane all the time. Preesh. Yelks. I mean, thanks for making music that I can. It's totally normal to think things like, well, I'm sweating a lot sitting at home here in my apartment, not mm -hmm. going anywhere, mm -hmm. but I'm doing this thing, so I'll just practice being hot and sweaty. So then later when uh, I'm in a situation where I don't have the choice to leave it or mm -hmm. take my clothes off, for instance, mm -hmm. It won't be so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. Okay, that's good. good. Practice. <laughs> practice makes perfect. Which is Check. a lot. What? My favorite. Um. Uh, when I was a kid, my I've talked about my friend's mom who would just like fall asleep at the wheel yes. while driving me home on the interstate. She and then lock herself in her bedroom. <laughs> lock herself in her bedroom. Uh, she had so my friend had uh, brothers, uh -huh. and one of them I had such a crush on because he was very funny and he would always make me laugh. And you know, it's a thing, or it was a thing. I don't know if it's a thing anymore. Where <laughs> dudes do a lisp and it's always funny to me it's always humorous really i don't know why but here's the thing i also a homophobe <laughs> yes uh no i also i i used to think it was something that i was like oh i just think it's really funny but then i discovered that if somebody actually has a lisp i'm also like oh hi and I, it's just something i mm. so i find it like attractive mm. and i just enjoy it in general so that was a confusing thing where i was like oh yeah. Wait a minute. And I would like, yeah, I like slept with a guy with a lisp once and I would like make him say words that would emphasize his lisp. He was like, Not oh. fetishizing at all? Nope. I'm perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so how'd you feel about Dabney Coleman in this movie? It was, it was, it was fake and not interesting in a way that, yeah. But, Fair um, enough. so anyway, um, so my friend's brother was, doing the lisp thing he was just talking to his mom and doing a lisp and she said you know practice makes perfect <laughs> oh, no. which i was like wow that's very rude to yeah. which he said <laughs> what are you talking about mom and i pissed my pants laughing at that it was so funny to me because Dabney Coleman describes the accent he used in this movie as southeastern, South a la, quote, Tennessee Williams, which he, I don't know why that's in quotes. <laughs> Just Tennessee Williams is in quotes. That's a real person. It is, but do we know what Tennessee Williams sounded like? I don't. Exactly. So. Maybe he means like a character in a Tennessee Williams film. Oh, yeah. Uh, which he also used in the movie Modern Problems. Only for this movie, he added the lisp. But it's just, it's so weird the way it sounds. It's just right. so weird. It's it doesn't very comical. Yeah, it's comical, <laughs> but like, you're like, what are you doing, yeah. buddy? That's the kind of comical it is. Anyway. Yeah. Um, is that it? 
Oh, the part at the beginning. So it starts with like the like they're doing something with all of the not Playboy magazines, which are called oh. Bait Mate <laughs> oh, is yeah. the name which of Which I never <sighs> Yeah. I that was a joke that went over my yeah, head. Yeah, exactly. Um so they're like hijacking a truck or something. I don't know. There's some. They're doing something yes. with all the bait. I don't remember exactly what it is. They burn them. Falling asleep. Um, do they? Is that no? Because they. I don't know. Um, but maybe they do burn them. Anyway, the like the fire marshal or like a cop walks up or something uh-huh. and asks. It's the guy that you thought was Jaws. Yeah, Emil Muzz. Yeah, he he's like I don't know doing something and a cop walks up and is like, Hey, what are you doing? And he, and I don't know, they have like a back and forth and then he just gently pushes the cop and the cop like falls down. And it's very like, so like nothing. It's just, he just like pushes (laughs) the cop lightly and the cop goes. And the next scene is the cop on the ground with just like blood all around (laughs) his head. It was so fucking funny to me. I I was like, what? Yeah. It was just like a pool of fucking blood under the cop's head and he's just like yeah i'm like what because he's just like lightly taps him and then he's just like on the ground in a pool of his own blood and i was like this is that's such a subtle like anyway that was it was really funny to me that's pretty good yeah i apparently wrote in my notes uh this is the best pre-89 batman movie (laughs) uh i wrote in the notes tom hanks laugh Okay. I don't know what. All right. I'm sure. I don't know. Yeah. Were you um, thinking of the money pit? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't remember. Uh, I didn't remember that we'd watch the money pit until you mentioned it. I. You're welcome. Successfully blocked that out of my yeah. mind. Not to uh, you know bore everyone by staying on. Copaganda. I do want to say that, <laughs> like, this movie is more, I think, insidious a little bit because it's kind of lampshading. Like, because the cops, yeah. the characters are pretty goofy and yeah. the antics are hilarious. And, like, you get some of the politics mm-hmm. of the police. Like, the chief of police is somehow a, a civilian. That was weird. I don't know. Mm. And so you get some politics about, like, you know, she just wants things to look good. And she's yeah. in bed with the priest, Christopher Plummer, mm-hmm. who's behind, spoilers, mm-hmm. behind this. All the things going on. <clears throat> but, so the goofy enough, goofiness of it kind of lampshades the, yeah, yeah. like. But it was, it's also, it was, it was, like, interesting because it, like. I didn't exactly know how to feel about it because, um, like, obviously it didn't, I don't know. It didn't, like, it was weird because it felt like it was almost critiquing, like, religion and, like, uh-huh. like there was a, so there's, I didn't quite understand. I mean, some of it was, yes, I was falling asleep and it sure. was a little bit hard. <laughs> um, But I, like, the part where, like, so they're, like, doing all these, like, terrorism, quote-unquote, things where they're just, like, 
taking I don't I don't know. They were like doing things and I didn't quite understand. Like oh they rob a zoo. About, you're talking about pagan? Pagan, I guess. Yeah. Uh like Which they, by the way, hilarious to me. Yeah. That they which stands for people against goodness and nicety. <laughs> that slayed me when I was a Yeah, kid. no, it's good. Um and yeah, they're just basically like taking um Stealing like, shit. Yeah, they're stealing shit. Like, oh, they steal know, the they steal the snake for the sacrifice. Yeah, they steal the snake. They steal, um, like cars. Yeah, something they do. They, yeah, it's like all kinds they of steal stuff. cop cars. Yeah, and they, they steal cop cops. cars and impersonate cops. Um, which is interesting because they don't go into enough detail about that. Yeah. In my opinion, I'm like, hmm. Anyway, yeah, it was just. Uh, so they're doing a lot of mayhem. They're creating mayhem. Um, but then you find out that the person, Dabney Coleman's character, who's like the Hugh Hefner of the movie uh-huh. or whatever, is like, like you find out that the person behind it is actually this priest, this like famous like priest or whatever, yeah. um, who is creating all this mischief. And he's kind of a, they don't, he's, he's not like quite a celebrity. A, yeah. He's yeah. not quite a televangelist, but he's clearly a. Evangel- some, some a personality. He's evangelical. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and in the 80s, this was, you know, yeah, yeah, by yeah, this yeah. time that, you know, all the scandals of like the Bakers and mm-hmm. Jimmy, uh, who? Are, I don't know, Jerry Falwell. Jerry Falwell, yeah. Um, anyway. Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> Jerry Falwell. So they, you find out they're like in in bed together or whatever. Yeah. They're like, you know, because. Yeah, I don't remember the, this this plot. It was like is... because, like, the, I thought like he was stealing a bunch of magazines to distribute to people for free or something. If so I remember, it's like, it was like it's basically the dynamic that like, as embodied in Christopher Plummer's character, like. You create an enemy, yes, so that you know to fight it. Both sides benefit. Correct. Yes, and it's a cycle, right? Right. That is financially beneficial to both sides. How do you see yourself going down in history, Mister Pagan, a Reverend, Devil, or Angel? Why both? Of course. One can't exist without the other. Without the Jerry Caesars, there'd be no moral outrage. And what's the good of moral outrage unless you have something tangible to direct it against? Yeah, which was interesting to me. And I was like, yeah. this is very, very, yeah, it's, it's, it's true. Almost. I mean, like, yeah, there is a very, like, specific thing that, like, religion, like, yeah. especially, like, Christian religion, right. um, or mainly white Christian religion does in, you know, making things evil, taking, mm-hmm. while, while benefiting and participating in it at right. the same time. Um, so that was like a critique, but that was like, as far as it went, it was like, yep. Oh, they're so bad because they're benefiting off of each other. And I was like, okay, but that's it. That's all we're getting is just like, yes, right. It's very simplistic. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like really weird <laughs> yeah. to me that it, that's as far as it went. But then like, the cops were in on like the or you said like the chief of police. Yeah, I think that's who she's supposed to be. And it's like she's in on it, but like 
that's but like none of the right. cops are and i'm like mm, right you know like all this stuff where they have like all of these things where they're like infiltrating like the police they're yeah. you know like all these things that are happening and it's like but the cops are good and i was like oh, yeah uh, right <laughs> it was very i was like i feel strange and but not even in the sense of like Oh, I don't feel... I'm like, did it get rewritten or something? Like, did they... Because it doesn't right. make sense to the plot that, like, so many people... There's so many players in this. And there's so many people that are, this like, the actual... Conspiracy. Right. But all the cops are just fine? I'm like, yeah. mm. I mean, and there's barely any... Yeah. You don't really see any other cops yeah. outside of... Well, yeah. Friday and Strebeck and mm-hmm. Gannon, their yeah. CO. Yeah. Are there other people in the force? Hey. <laughs> right, right, right. Presumably. And yeah, but it was just like that was like a thing where I was like, oh. it like the end felt very flat to me. Yeah. In that way, where I was yeah. like, mm, there's not enough of something going on. Like it's just like, oh, the guy gets the girl, like that's what we're right. doing here. Yeah, pretty and much. I was like, oh. Oh yeah. Of, well, not speaking of Yeah, well, and I wrote it ends on a virgin joke. I don't remember what it is, but he says because they call her the Virgin Connie's Swale, oh, that's right. and he says, "I spent the night with Connie Swale," and he and Tom Hanks says, "You mean the Virgin Connie Swale?" And Dan Aykroyd just looks at him and he's like, "Oh, oh, sh-, you know," and he's like, "Oh, oh my God," yeah, yeah. you know, implying that she's not a virgin anymore because he right. can't, you know, he's not calling her that, which is like so gross because. Yep. I'm like, imagine your moniker or whatever, like how you're being addressed is the virgin. I was like, this is so gross to me. Also, something I wrote this in my notes and it was like, I I didn't remember that until I, I was like, what am I? I was like, why are her cheeks and nose so red? And I was like, what? Oh, right. It was like, she just was constantly like so blushed, like her nose and like cheeks were just so red all of the time and it was like I don't know if they were trying to make her look flushed to make her look innocent or something but like constantly I was like why and it was just like it wasn't like yeah it was just like every scene that's how like everything like her face was red (laughs) yeah I guess to make her look yeah it was weird Um, also there's a scene where like one of the I think, yeah, he, where he's con, confronting, hmm, he's confronting, I think, Christopher Plummer in the bathroom. And Christopher Plummer, they show, like, the outside view of the stall, and he, like, pulls his pants down, sits down, so that means, you know, he's pooping. Number twos. He's, he's going a, a doo-doos. And then he comes out of the stall and just leaves the bathroom, and I'm like, no. He doesn't flush or anything? He didn't. No, I, he might flush. I don't remember if he... Fl- <laughs> drag racing, I guess? Um, Maybe. He de- I don't remember if he flushes, but he definitely doesn't wash his hands. And I'm like, you just doo-dooed in a stall. And then you just, like, left Morally corrupt. This is how you spread the coronavirus. And every other disease out there. This yeah. is how... Remember how Tom Hanks and his wife were the first ones to get it? Well, Tom Hanks didn't do it. He wasn't in that scene, but still, I put this in the trivia. <laughs> Christopher Palmer doesn't washes his hands, washes doesn't washes his hands after poop scenes, <laughs> and that's why Tom Hanks 
And Lisa. Is that what's Rita his wife? Rita Wilson got COVID. Her last name is the ball. Oh shit. <laughs> That's also going in the trivia. <laughs> Tom Hanks and Rita have Wilson in common. <laughs> Oh, who's calling? I just, I just lightly farted. Gentle fart. <laughs> well, my phone went off, and then I gentle fart. Uh, like another thing is a recurring gag is the battering ram tank. Oh yeah. That is just a tank, but instead of a you know like fucking cannon coming out of it, it's just a long arm. With a square at the end of it that says, have a nice day. And the, <laughs> right. and the LAPD shield badge yeah. thing on it. Which, I feel like is a reference to something more specific than I remember. But because I feel like at the time watching it, I'm like, oh, I get it, LAPD. But it's clearly like, definitely a reference to the increased militarization of police right, right. at the time. And like, I tried to... <laughs> look things up about particular, particularly the LAPD in the 80s. And, what you know, because there's been lots of scandals mm-hmm. from the LAPD over the years. Uh, but the big ones I know about are like, there, there's one in the late 90s, the Rampart Station scandal. And then all the shit around Rodney King. Mm-hmm. But that was the early yeah. 90s. That was four years after this. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I watched something. Some kind of weird documentary on YouTube that's just like footage of cops in the late seventies. Jesus. And uh, oh, is that what you were watching yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I don't have anything to. Add. I didn't gain much insight that I didn't have already, but like, except that clearly there was a push towards policing gang violence, oh, and you know. Drugs and arms trades. So I'm sh- mm-hmm. th- those were cl- and there was, part of the Rampart scandal of the '90s was that there was a anti-gang task force that apparently these cops were involved in. That was right. Corrupt. Oh, is that the one where like they just got like people just got flagged left and right for shit, and they weren't like even remotely doing anything. I'm they sure that just... happened, but. There, yeah, I can't remember. There no, was, that, that oh, specific okay. scandal was about, and I don't know, I've heard conflicting things about what actually happened, of course. But it was basically dr- c- cops running drugs. And, oh, I see, I and see, I see. weapons yeah. from within. Weird. Yeah. Unheard of. Uh, so uh, there's also, re- <laughs> there's a weird thing with uh, Strebeck's TV watch. It's weird only because why is that in there? Also, it was like, I read in the trivia that they're like, that's a real yeah, watch. Exactly. And I'm like, okay. That's the only reason I brought it up. What? Uh, and then the, the joke about the Yugo. What? I don't remember. Well, <laughs> first of all, <laughs> Yugo was a real car. Oh, it's a Produced car. in Yugoslavia, which, that's another history that I need to, I, I want to learn more about because Yugoslavia was communist but not specifically did not want to like be supported by the USSR 
and they formed after World War II, I think. Mm. Anyway, I got to do research, but. Okay. Because it's an outlier, you know, like everybody yeah. wants to point to the Soviet Union as why communism doesn't work. And oh, blah, blah, right, blah. right, right. Yeah. I'll point to the U.S. as how communism doesn't work because we attacked and did regime change in every country that even smelled like socialism. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you're nationalizing some resource? Give me that. <laughs> Give me that. Anyway. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. You've heard it all before. <laughs> but uh, there's a joke in here about the Yugo because... Strebeck is talking about... like. Like, I think Friday and Connie Swale go on a date or something. Mm-hmm. And there's a joke about where we hear Strebeck's uh, voiceover. He was like, and while it's physically impossible to have sex in a Yugo. Oh. Because <laughs> they were small, compact cars. Aw. That's funny. It is. Thanks. <gasps> I was telling you. Shout out to the Yugo. The only other note I have is about the scene when they get food and Friday gets two chili yes. dogs and Strebeck gets a, a veggie platter. He just gets a plate of fruit and that's his lunch. Oh, that's I'm right, like, you're fruit. going to be hungry and again diabetic in 13 seconds. Like, yeah. I can't. But it's funny because. You think it's going to be the other way. But I exactly. guess, I guess, yeah, I thought it was going to be the other, other way yes. around. Um. And it just... It, I feel, because I feel like culturally that's yes, shifted. Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you something, mister. Unlike you outside of cigarettes, I only have one vice and a good chili dog is it. So please pipe down and let me enjoy my lunch in peace. Okay. I, I wrote down, Tom Hanks in this movie is Keith after one alcoholic beverage <laughs> or when he's had too much sugar. Get the keys. There is one scene where they are in a milk factory. Oh, shit. To which I said, I've seen this porno. (laughs) Badoom. (laughs) Pish. Get it? Because milk is so prevalent in porn, and I don't know why. Also, season one of Westworld. Or just the first few episodes. Yeah, that's true. You got just pouring milk on everything. That's a fun aside. That whole sequence is pretty fun. That that sequence in the movie. In the movie. Uh, in the movie Dragnet. <laughs> in the movie Dragnet, nineteen eighty seven, <laughs> starring Dan. That Gray is, and Tom Hanks. I do. Yeah, I think that sequence is funny. And Tom <coughs> yeah. Hanks being like, "Oh, that's right, you fucking." <laughs> yeah. I had to go back to show you because you miss it. It's so quick. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, anyway. So yeah, that's uh, that's something. Um, oh, and I do want to say I appreciated the fact there's a scene where. Oh, thank God! Vibrator back. repair. Huh? What'd you say? Oh, thank God! Vibrator repair. <laughs> um. Remember that str- joke? I don't. Is that in Dragnet? Yeah. When they first arrive at the bait mate compound. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Um, Strebeck is in bed with a woman and she's like kind of oh yeah 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 he like wakes up with her and she's kind of like you know getting all nuzzly and he reaches over to his box of condoms and is empty and he is like "Mm, can't can't do anything and I was like oh my god 
Yeah. Safe sex kids. Yeah. I was like, oh, all right. That's cool. I feel like that's something that's like just doesn't. Condoms don't even come up anymore. I know. I know. (laughs) I mean, I get it, but I just like, just use a condom. You know, it's not weird. It's not bad. Yeah. I feel like they get such bad wraps. I mean, yeah. They are wrapped poorly. Hey, oh. But dumb, dumb. Badoosh. Anyway. Uh, so, would you recommend this film? Sure. Yeah. With, uh, the, you with know. The right, with the right context. Yeah. I, I'll, I'm never going to. There's so few movies that I would recommend without any kind of, you know, caveats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you know this is from 1987, you know it's yeah. basically copaganda. Right. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, like I said, like I was falling asleep watching it and I was like pissed because I was like, I'm I'm having fun watching this yeah. movie, you know. So that was that was difficult for me. Um, But yeah, I definitely, I don't know that I would recommend it, but I wouldn't tell someone not to watch it. Yeah. I wouldn't not recommend it. it uh, <laughs> uh, the things that I remember being funny about it, I still found funny for the mm-hmm. most part. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm. The only thing I think that I didn't enjoy was that I felt like the the whole the plot of it all was very confusing. Yeah, I think that if they hadn't tried to have a convoluted plot, it would have actually benefited a lot from it. Yeah, they just do a lot of like conspiracy stuff that mm-hmm. doesn't really come to anything. Right. So it's like mm, yeah, yeah. what? Uh and again. That's sort the of the cops propaganda are fine. of it. Yeah, the cops are fine. Like, the cops, they get, like, literally, like, like kicked off the force. Yeah. And then it's like, we were wrong. You're great. Yeah, and yeah. that's it. And I was like, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. what? <laughs> so that was, like, a thing where I was like, I don't understand. And, like, but, like, they get kicked off the force. And then it's just like, oh, whoops, we didn't mean to do that. And then. Yep. There, it's. I was like expecting the cops to be in on it, and they weren't, and that was very confusing and didn't make a lot of sense. Right? Yeah, totally. Especially with how much they didn't want to listen to them <laughs> about yeah. everything they had to say. Yeah, right. And then the cops are fine. So I was like, "What? Mm-hmm. What's happening here?" So that was that was my only real complaint about it. Thank God it's Friday. Hi, everybody. It's me, Pep. Good to see you. This might be a good uh, compare to compare and contrast with uh, what's it called the other guys with Will Ferrell. Oh and- yeah, yeah, yeah. That was what I liked about that one was all of the uh, statistics they give at, at the, the end. end. Yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. whoa! Yeah. They're like, here's like here's the stats for like cops and their budget and what they do and like what and you're like uh-huh. whoa 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 yeah, and yeah. it's literally just being like they're pieces of shit <laughs> so yeah that was that was definitely yeah that was a surprise one shout out to Flota because yeah he, sh- he showed me that movie yeah thanks Flota <laughs> uh yeah 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 that's all thoughts <laughs> off for Dragnet uh yeah. we have a Patreon now yeah go it's patreon.com Slash Z and K pod. Boosh. So, poopy uh, outdoor dog. <laughs> Gmail. Send us. Uh, yeah. You can you can email we us. Are, we're now accepting suggestions. Yes. You can um, suggest. Priority given to. To anyone. Yeah. Yes. 
Anyone from our page, Patreon, if you are a patron and you suggest a movie, we will put that at the head of the list. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, Making promises. Yeah, I am. Uh, but that just means the head of our watch list. That does not mean that um, it will be the next the thing our, that we put out. <laughs> not the head of our to-do list, okay? I got to <laughs> bathe and feed myself. Uh, no, what I'm saying is it takes us sometimes a couple months. Like, yes. we've, we record these weekly but we don't we recorded a bunch before we started putting them out right. so we were backlogged so we have On a lot yes we did that for a reason um so we are in no way caught up to to like what you hear is like yeah. weeks behind right. where we actually are so if you suggest something and we put it at the front of the list that's not that doesn't mean it's going to be the next thing you hear right 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 it just Good. means it's yes. going to be the Important next thing we watch right which might take a month or two right. to get out but that's fine you're fine with that. <laughs> Wait two to 12 weeks. Z dot and dot K dot pod at Gmail. Yeah. If you want to. If you want to send us an email, let us know how you're, how, how we're doing. Yeah. No, don't. <laughs> let us know. How, no, don't tell Rate us. Rate and that. review on Apple pods. Yeah. Give a review on Apple pods. Somehow, I, I guess we'll never know, but. Primal Fear has become our most listened to episode at, last I checked, 25 listens. Damn. I wonder if Everything else since has been at, maxed out at like four. Yeah. So, thanks. I don't know what happened. Yeah. We got a bump somewhere that I was unaware <laughs> of, you know? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, thanks. Yeah. And uh, do Richard, you- Richard Gere was like, hey, check this out. Yeah. And we got 25 people who listened I, to it. I just assume it was because the title was shitting on Ed Norton. Well, a yeah. Bit. So. That's always, that's always. <laughs> <clears throat> but yes, I am told, I do hear other podcasters say frequently that it does make a difference if you rate and. Yeah. Like. No, rated review. Yes. Uh, the pods on Apple Podcasts. So. Yeah. Please do that. You know, just go over there and hit. Two stars or whatever. It doesn't even yeah. have to be a good review, probably. <gasps> no, give us a good review, please. I can't handle it if you don't. Yeah, I mean, we're I never going to read them. I a good review. I know, which I couldn't see really? when I checked. Aww. Anyway. Aww. And also, we're on Instagram. Yes, at, well, God, what are we? Instagram.com slash ZNKpod, I think. I think we're pretty pretty standard ZNKpod. <laughs> Anchor.fm slash ZNKpod. Yeah. You can you can check out our podcast. It, obviously, you probably know what the podcast is if you're listening. But if right. you want to know, if you're listening on Spread Spotify and you don't want to listen on Spotify, go to anchor.fm slash ZNKpod. We're on a bunch of other platforms. Lots of different. Two that nobody uses. Yep. Well, I so. guess somebody uses them, according yes. to our analytics. Anyway, okay. Thanks for listening. Thank you. We'll see Talk you to you later. Next time. We'll see you I'll next time. I'll let you. We'll let me go. You never. Just the facts, just the facts, if you don't mind, ma'am.